Happy holidays, everyone. It's the holiday season, and welcome to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast, where all month I'll be unwrapping holiday-themed comics and cool things you might want to find under the Christmas tree. I cover comic books from the golden age to now, indie creators, Kickstarter campaigns, and in fact, each episode, you never know what I might cover. So stick around and find a new way to read and discover comic books. It's Monday, December 12, 2022, and welcome to the 84th episode of the podcast. Throughout the month, I'm sprinkling in some holiday episodes. I've asked some of my favorite guests to come on and talk about their favorite comic or holiday comics. Look at their podcast feed to see some of the cool picks so far this month. Today, though, I'm talking about those unlimited comic apps where you can read digital comics on your phone or tablet. There's Hoopla, Marvel Unlimited, Comiscology Unlimited, DC Universe Infinite. You can also see this episode as a companion to episode 81 a couple of weeks back, where I did an overview of the expanded DC Universe Infinite expansion and some of the glitches with the service. Check it out because there's more to that service than you think. One of my talking points has always been that digital readers and those fans that go into comic shops every week are different audiences. Often fans debate one or the other. What's better, digital or print? But the various services are really designed to act as a gateway for fans. Or in my cases, there are many comics I want to read but don't necessarily want to buy. Bottom line, with each service, it has its own pros and cons. All of them are fantastic ways to sample comics you might normally not seek out. Or even better, Find someone new to comics, hand them a tablet with a, hey, here, you have got to read this one. Now, one more thing. Please look at the show notes. You'll find a link tree on the podcast there. Please follow the podcast on social media and subscribe to the podcast at your favorite feed. I want this podcast to continue to grow. And as I said often, I want to introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. Now, on to today's show. Let's talk about Comicsology Unlimited. Once upon a time, it was a fantastic service. Still, right now at $5.99 a month, it's not a terribly bad service. About a year ago, Amazon, the parent company, merged the Comicsology Unlimited and Comicsology website into Amazon. They promised a bunch of fixes. A year later, not so much. Comicsology used to be and Unlimited used to be a great resource to find independent comic books, to find any kind of comic books. Now, if you go to the website, it's clunky. If you search for certain titles, you're going to get all kinds of garbage that pops up. Now, when you go to the Comicsology Unlimited app and you go searching around, it has a very slow load time. Exploring and finding comic books really, really difficult. Very hard to find stuff. There used to be a section when you were looking at a particular comic book. It would give you suggestions of stuff. Hey, you like this? Go check this out. Not anymore. Now they give me a bunch of customer comments that I really don't care about. I want comics connected to what I just read. Comicsology used to do a fantastic job. Now they do a terrible job. It's not a terribly bad service. You just got to search around. They have tons, tons, thousands and thousands of comic books that are available on the service. And they add a bunch every month. 
there's a lot of Marvel that gets floated in. This month, I noticed there wasn't so much DC as in the past. One cool thing is every Archie comic, new, old, just released, gets put on that service date of publication. So that's kind of cool. And there are also thousands of Archie comics. But to discover comic books, I don't know. It's kind of really wonky to to do stuff. I mean, you can play around with it and, you know, find some great stuff. But it's just, there's no fun in it anymore. It used to be a great fun. But, yeah, you can find independent publishers on there. You can find all kinds of great stuff. Manga, stuff for kids. But you got to search and search and search. And sometimes that's not very fun anymore. About a month ago when DC decided it was going to release comic books a month after publication onto their app, people are like, oh, that's going to hurt comic shops and this and that. Well, first off, folks, if you really want to read a new comic book, there's pirate sites. Don't recommend them, but they're there. And that's just kind of wonky to even want to do that. Just support your comic book publishers. However, Hoopla releases a lot of comic books day and date. Most of the image come out the same day. Of course, all the Archie. It has one of the best search features. They're popular. They have stuff that recommended um, which you recently put out there. There's always just stuff added to Hoopla every single week. Right now, they're promoting a graphic novel book clubs, Christmas comic books for kids, offbeat Christmas tales, most borrowed titles of 2022, and there's just tons of great stuff. This is a fun app to explore. Hoopla is available through most library systems. It's out there. If you've got a library card, you can get Hoopla. Fantastic. The only thing is, you're only allowed to borrow 10 books a month. And if you're like me, 10 books a month, that don't last very long. But still, it's free. Borrow it. Use it. There's so much stuff, especially for kids. If you really want to get introduced to kids to comic books, they have a great section. Check it out. I'm sure library has access to it. About a year ago, Marvel Unlimited, which has really been around for a long time, at least maybe close to 10 years, did a big update to their app. People hated it. I still think it was pretty wonky most of the year, but I found it funny. In the latest update, They finally said, oh, now you can toggle between a grid and a list view. For the last year, everything has been in a list view. So if I'm trying to find, oh, in an Avengers or in a Fantastic Four, I've got to scroll down issues by issue by issues. Do you know how long it takes to get through 300, 200 issues of a comic book? Now the big thing is, oh, it's in grid form. Well, why didn't you do that a year ago? Now, Marvel Unlimited is about $10 a month. I'm sure there's different ways you can get it cheaper it's probably no correct that it is the best way to sample marvel comics they have a great library do they have everything absolutely not they have great runs yes you can get full silver bronze age runs of most major titles avengers amazing spider-man fantastic four recently in the past uh, few months they added the complete run of daredevil very excited about that. Uh, they have a thing called Infinity Comics, which is a new thing that's been around for a year. I kind of want to review it one time, but the comics don't flip normally. It's kind of like a roll-up toilet paper. You just scroll down, and there's a story, and they've got dozens of those. They also have a good selection of Silver Age, 
three superheroes. Like they've got all the journey into mystery, strange tales, tales to astonish, right from the very first issues. It is a great place to sample and have anybody that's not into Marvel comic books to check these things out. Their story guides are pretty good. Their arcs are pretty good. It's not a bad service overall. It's really gotten better. And the nice thing about it is if they release a trade, if that trade has comics that's not in the Marvel Unlimited app, Marvel will strip that comic from the trades and put it on the digital service. So they're always adding stuff. And they probably typically will add current comic books about three months after publication. Look, it makes a great gift. At $9.99 a month, even if you don't get any discounts, that's a cheap price for comic books. And it's going to take you forever to get through those comic books. Now, I've saved the DC app last for several reasons. About a month ago, I did an overview of their DC Universe Infinite service, which is a mouthful. They also added a new tier, which is called Ultra. So it's DC Universe Infinite Ultra. It's kind of pricey at $119. But I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time because I want you to go back to the couple episodes. You'll see the show notes. There's a, there's a link right to it. But basically, in a nutshell, comic books that were came out a month ago were now going to be on the app. They are adding a ton of trades, practically every type of trade that you could ever want that you've seen in Zalich, your comic book shop, is now here on the app. Now, it's a kind of... Well, let me pause for a second here. The rollout of these extra volumes and omnibuses has been slow and buggy. In my opinion, it's been an amusing train wreck to watch happen. But just in the last couple of days, they really have gone out of the way to add a lot of those extra titles in there. But for a few days, it's it was very crazy just seeing stuff that appeared and disappeared. Go check out that other episode. It tells you a lot more overview, but I want to talk about the changes in the past week. Now, this app is notoriously known for being buggy. It has been buggy for years now. With this new update, they had a tab for volumes and omnibuses. Well, until the recent update a couple days ago, every time you hit volumes and omnibus, it would crash the system and you'd have to start it all over. Plus, the add button to your library, I have to tap that sucker, I don't know how many times, just to try to get it to add. And I wish they would just, no, if you go to like the Justice League of America, the Bronze Age, they have the issues, and they have a tab for volumes, and they have a tab for omnibuses. They should just have one tab for trades, because their distinction between volumes and omnibuses don't make much sense. But, they got a lot of wonky stuff in here. They've got a, uh, the trades of the crisis on multiple earths, which is like four or five volumes. They got a really cool Justice League trade called The Wedding of Adam and Gene Loring, which I found on Hoopla a while back. This is a wonky 1970s Bronze Age. It's got a super teen family in there. It's a very cool run of stuff. This is the wonky stuff that I've been waiting for the show for them to have. Now, the smart thing for them to do was to take them super teen families from that Gene Loring thing Strip them out, add them to the service. No, they don't do that. They do add new stuff to the service, but not like they should. But I have gone through, and 
the last few days, there's been so much cool stuff added there. You'll find really wonky stuff like Joe Kubrick did the Bible. There's a great representation of both Silver Age and Golden Age material. A lot of the Supergirl Silver Age stuff that's not necessarily under the action comics because they don't have a lot of action comics there. There's big holes. You can get them in the Silver Age the whole run. There's a silver and no, there's a golden age run of Wonder Woman. We can get some tales that aren't in her comic book collected from other series. It's really a great run. For the first time, you have Gardner Fox, early Batmans, as part of this collection. There's all kinds of stuff in here. I found a black canary, Bird of Prey, which actually reprints her golden age appearances. There's the Green Lantern, Green Arrow. With, um, I'm sorry, Denny O'Neill and Mike Grell. It covers the 90s up through 100. This is some great wonky stuff. I love this. This is great. There's DC Universe by Len Wein, which covers his early 1970s, where he did Phantom Stranger with Jim Aparo, and he did Human Target. This thing is on the way to being a very awesome collection of comic books. Again, a little pricey. I like it. The other thing that they have added is all those kids graphic novels like with Raven and Beast Boy and Batman as a teenager. All that content is now in here. It wasn't before. Also, pretty much all your black label and all your vertical titles are in here. This is the most major upgrade that they've had for the service in years. I'm very pleased. But at $119, I would like to see them add even more content. Find stuff to add. Archive them older issues. All of the services. Marvel, DC, Comiscology Unlimited, Hoopla, because they only cover what the people put out. They don't have a good representation of romance comics, war comics. Some of the uh, DC anthologies, House of Mystery, that type of stuff isn't in there. Just key stuff that should be part of their services should be there. Because it's part of the legacy of the company. A lot of creators got their start in some of these spooky anthologies. I'd love to see more of the romance stuff that I think John Romita did. They do have more Kirby in this. I just was very excited about that. They got the whole run of the Challengers Unknown. They got the Boy Commandos in here. There's some really great stuff actually in the DC. But overall, all the services, they don't cover enough stuff. And I hope 2023 will give us a better representation across all ages and genres. So that's my wrap-up of your basic subscription services, places you can borrow. All of them are worth a try. Give yourself an early Christmas present. Try one of them today and read some really cool, fantastic comic books. Thanks for listening to today's show. and I hope you stick around for future episodes. If you like this podcast, please spread the word recommend to other comic fans. Again, I've added a link tree to the show notes, allowing you easy access to find this podcast on all social media and where you can listen to. Please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I want the podcast to continue to grow and introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. See you next time.